Norby. Yeah, yeah. What's up, my man? What's up? <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's get into this. Um, welcome, everybody, to a new episode of the Fitness Crew podcast. Uh, I'm super excited to have on my man, a great friend of mine, a former teammate, um, so many memories together with this guy, certified personal coach. Um, he is a guy who I look up to, an amazing physique. Uh, you can check him out on Instagram at Norv is Fitness. And it's my friend. No one else I'd rather do this podcast with than Norvell Martin. How's it going, bro? Oh, it's going good, man. Thanks for having me on this. Um, it's going to be good for those who's listening and getting a whole lot of value out of this. So it's going to be great. I'm happy that you got me on here. Man, I'm so excited to have you. I've been hoping to collaborate, and I honestly wouldn't rather do my first collaboration with anybody else but you. Uh, I look up to you, and I'm super pumped. But how's, how's listen, you know, we have these conversations anyway, and I think I was talking to you the other night on the phone. I was like, we might as well record them. Um, how's, how's it going? How's fitness life, Norvell, going? Um, how's your workout workouts going? How's training going? Because I know you're always switching it up. So tell me a little bit about what you're currently doing. Oh, absolutely. So um, right now, I am um, really wanted to focus on becoming my brand. Um, been, you know, trying to figure out, you know, some things that I really, you know, focus on in terms of how I see myself performing at my best, as well as to the market that I'm going after as well. Um, for me, is um, going into intermittent fasting, which is something that you're a big advocate of as well, but really doing it in a more flexible way when in terms in terms of what fitness goal that you want to achieve. Um, for me, uh, personally, I want to be able to lean up a little bit as surprisingly, you know, with the physique that I have now, people won't believe that I'm trying to lean up. You know, I'm as lean as I already am. Ah, uh, come on. <laughs> it's, always, it's always about improvement. I think that's within my brand, becoming the brand is, um, you know, with the 10X body is constantly mastering um, the body, mastering the mind, and mastering the life. Absolutely. So for me, it's all about constantly, you know, you know, putting that application over and over again. Um, with the training I'm doing on a physical level, I'm using more of a high-intensity training. Um, you and I had done this um, in college, but really focusing on getting the most intensity within minimal time. Um, it's actually been um, utilized by Mike Menser, who's one of the you know, top bodybuilders in his time, and really focused on getting maximum intensity within minimal time. Um, today, I actually did um, a chest and tricep workout where I really focused on three to four exercises, did maybe two sets of each, and really focused on a really slow, really concentrated tempo. Because within this training, you know, you can always train hard, but you can't train hard and train long at the same time. You know, you either train mm. hard or train long. You can't do both. So I really want to incorporate that where I can get the maximum intensity within minimal time. So that's what I've been um, really wanting to focus on, as well as um, applying intermittent fasting, where you really dial in on your feeding window, with also being very productive during your fasting window. So I believe that those two things coming together will really be a one-two punch. Awesome. So for the listener, I believe that the high intensity interval training, we did this in college. So for the listener, these are like 
you know, 10 to 25 minute workouts of extreme intensity or maybe even less, but, um, extreme intensity with virtually no rest, right? Norby? Yeah, virtually no rest. I mean, within this one, this one's more on the tempo side. And what's good about this is a lot of people, you know, get so focused on with cardio and doing the traditional steady state cardio, the treadmill, the, the, um, the Stairmaster. I mean, nothing against those things, but it's not as natural to the body. So with the body being responsive to the amount of stress you're putting on it, it has to be a good amount of stress that's constant and having that good time under tension. So when I'm utilizing mm. this high intensity training on the muscle, the muscle only knows how to, you know, constantly build upon that stress rather than being on this, you know, up and down roller coaster of being high, but then being low in a not recreational way, but when it comes to <laughs> muscular stress, right? And that's what it's about, you know, because that's how our bodies are made. Our bodies are made to constantly adapt over time, but not doing it for an hour or two hours that people think that they have to do to incorporate a so-called quote-unquote workout. Right. It's really utilizing that stress within that minimal amount of time. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, a little bit about myself. You know what I like. Like, I like to combine powerlifting and bodybuilding, and my workouts Mm -hmm. are an hour, but you're 100% right because I'll get in there – and maybe I'll have a squat opener to open the workout. And you've done this with me before. We did front squats to open up a uh, nice uh, shoulders and arms workout. And I'm intense. So if I got in there, for example, um, I'll go in like last week, I did a squat one rep max and that's full on intensity. You know, it's my first work. That's like the, li- the lift of the day. And then from there, when I'm training, like say if I'm doing back after, um, I, it's not like full intensity where I'm ravaging through like n- no rest or anything like that. And I'm definitely on a slower pace. So you're right. I love what you said. I think you said like, you can't train hard for long. I forget how you said it, but yeah, um, yeah. what did you say? Definitely. Yeah. So you can train hard and you could train long, but you can't do both. Mm. And that's, that makes so much sense. You know, my best mm. workouts are usually condensed in, you know, the shortest amount of time when I get the most amount of work in, in that short impact of time. Um, now when you're training, are you training during your fast or after you've eaten for the day? Just so the listener can get an idea. I know you're going to have, there have questions. Absolutely. So with me, I'm actually training during my feeding window only because I'm focusing more on the lean bulk. So I'm still, cause I've extended my feeding window. So that's going to allow me to get a lot more calories in as well as focus more on the bulking side because I'm still keeping it fairly lean because I still have that long extended um, window. So for me, it's always dependent on the workout. So today, since it's more of a highly compounded movement like chest, um, I can uh, utilize my feeding window to make sure I'm getting the most calories in. Now, if it's something that's a lot more cardio-based, so maybe later on during the week where I'm doing more, let's say like shoulders or something that doesn't take a lot of strain on my body, I can probably train on my fasted window and use a lot more time under tension so that I'm not overexerting myself because exercise is still a form of stress. Mm. You still have to remember that we're not trying to train for a long periods of time. We just want to make sure we're shortening it down shorten it in little small chunks but really in that chunk you're putting all the maximum intensity so if i was doing a shoulder day i might pick 
three exercises rather than doing six or seven exercises and maybe only do two sets rather than doing like three to four. And I do this with my clients as well. And that's how they able to maximize on their workouts. I had a client this morning where I'm going to do two exercises. He was already burnt out and we were only in there for maybe like 10 minutes. And I'm like, well, we still got another 50 minutes to go. So the thing (laughs) is, You know, and, you know, it was a shot to him because he gave me a plan where he was doing four sets of 12 to 15. And I'm looking at him like, trust me, you're not going to be doing four sets when you're done with me. I promise you. (laughs) So it's all about utilizing intensity. And that's the thing about what people have to, the listeners who are listening, you know, those who are listening right now, understand that you can't get into the concept of time. You have to look at the intensity. That's the true principle of training. You're training for intensity. You know, we're not marathon runners okay we're not you know endurance athletes if you're trying to build muscle i mean look at your endurance athlete they don't really have a lot of muscle on their body but look at Mm -hmm. a sprinter you know the sprinter has a lot of muscle in their body because they train at a higher intensity sprint is a high intensity um exercise jogging or endurance type of exercise is not a muscle building anabolic exercise it's more of an endurance it's aerobic type of exercise so utilizing an anabolic at the anabolic environment is when you put the maximum intensity within minimal time. So that's what I really preach about uh, with my clients is really utilizing that anabolic environment. And that's what I do now is really utilizing that anabolic environment with maximum intensity within minimal time. Yeah, man. Damn. That was a knowledge bombs right there. (laughs) But that brings it, you know, that when you think about it, it just shows you how much, everything is mindset in this fitness game and like getting results on your physique. And I'm sure you're, you're conscious of the way you're standing, the way you're speaking, the way you're eating, you know, everything is, you know, we're not going to lie. We're too, we're, we're too big muscular alpha male type guys, but I'm sure that it applies to everyday life where your intensity is there and you're, you're kind of always, locked in and you can apply these principles of the way you train with high intensity to several other things. You mean you can try, you can apply it to other things, right? Absolutely. I look at it like the lion, you know, the lion in the jungle, the lion in the jungle is the most dominant animal in the kingdom. And when you see a lion that's out there, you understand that the lion's not hunting for two or three hours. The lion's not, you know, I think it'll probably die if it tried to do that because it's working at a high intensity type of atmosphere. It's only running at maybe 50 miles an hour, but in those 50 miles an hour, it's, you know, fear, you know, fear flight. It's like ready to go, full on, full tilt, ready to go. Mm. And when it's hunting, it's only going after one wildebeest. It's going after one antelope. You know, it's not going after every single thing. Think about it like the gym. It's not going over every machine in the gym. It's going after one body part or one type of intensity that's one to go after and it maximizes on that intensity. Mm. That's how we have to train ourselves. We have to train ourselves within that intensity because when you see people in the gym where they're doing all these different exercises and they're always wondering why, ah, my body's not changing, my body's not changing. It's like, well, there's no direct focus, there's no direct intensity on the thing that you're going after. And the line's the same way. The line's going after that one wildebeest. It's not thinking about, even though it's going after a whole herd that's running for their lives, it's going after the one right there. And it's just going full speed, full tilt, full-fledged, ready to go. And that same line that hunts that beast, it's only going to, it could live off food for two weeks. So it's not eating six, seven times in a day. It's having that one meal and it's going to be able to sustain itself throughout one to two weeks if it wants to do that. 
And the great right. thing about that is that the lion is the only animal that has more of that entrepreneurial system of how it feeds and survives. So when you see a certain wildebeest or that antelope, the lion knows that in those two weeks, more and more antelope, more and more deer, or more and more wildebeest are being born. So it never has to worry about food. Just like with us being alpha males, we don't have to worry about gains because we know with the right intensity, we know we're going to get those gains. Mm. We know we're going to be able to succeed. We know we're able to achieve our goals because we have the right intensity. We have the right mindset towards it. If we don't have that, then we won't be able to survive. Same thing with the lion. If yeah, we don't man. have the right, it's the same thing. If, we, if the lion doesn't know having the right intensity for the right animal or whatever it's hunting, it's going to die. Absolutely. <laughs> That's deep. But yeah, I think we're definitely the same way. Like we're lions in the gym and everything like that. But I think the cool part about being human where we don't want to kill everything that we see, um, we actually have empathy for others who don't have this killer instinct in this, you know, not literally killer instinct, but you know, Mm -hmm. this aggression where we have empathy and we actually care for those who want to make goals. And that's where we can bring our coaching skills in, to help other people, um, you know, achieve their goals. So we're, we're not completely crazy, not, oh, not no, completely, no, no, no. just a little bit. <laughs> well, even same thing. If we're going to go back to the lion. The lion doesn't hunt every animal. You see what I mean? Like it's also sustaining the kingdom as well, you know, so for those other animals or that's else, out there. And I want to cut you off, but or else it would just be a waste of time, right? He'd just be wasting his energy. Well, there, that too. And the thing is that that's why I'm saying the lion being one of the most, you know, dominant because they have a system of how they go about survival. And not to say that other animals don't have that type of instinct, but the lion specifically being in that dominance of keeping the kingdom at bay or keeping the the sustainability of its kingdom, it's not hunting every animal. You know, just because you're the king doesn't mean you hunt every animal. It's about sustaining the kingdom. So they're not Mm. going every single animal it's like we're not trying to get everything all at once you know we're being patient when you see how a lion hunts it's right you know, it's, it's slow it's not always you know it's real steady it's really being strategizing it's, it's slowing down it's understanding the animals understanding the kingdom it's knowing how to go about it making the right actions making the right decisions and sometimes it might not even get that animal that day you know it's 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 knowing how the kingdom operates and that's how you know every human being should understand is that sometimes let's say if you get that job promotion, you know, sometimes you gotta say, okay, is this going to benefit your kingdom? Is it going to benefit your environment? You know, and sometimes you might say, okay, I might not need that right now. There might be another offer out there that might be a lot better. You know, so right. this translates to everything in life. It's all about knowing, okay, when I do attack, when I do go after what I want to go after in my pursuit, I'm going to go after hundred percent. But when I make that action, or if it's the right action, or if it may not be the right action for today, I can go ahead and say, okay, I can hold back. Let me see what else is good. Let me make sure the kingdom around is all set before I go after my hunt. You know, and really being self-aware about it. That's the beauty of constantly, you know, having dominance in your life, because now you're not being reactive. You know, you're being responsive. You know, that's what I think instinct's about. Instinct's about being responsive rather than reactive. And that's what you do really well as well is you're being responsive in how you go about with your fitness, your nutrition, you know, even you doing this podcast and putting out the content and doing the coaching, the training, that it's all responsive. When people are responsive, they're going to have that competence. They're going to have that, you know, consistency being built 
and that's what really sustains the kingdom or sustains the world around us. Thanks, man. Yeah, I think I might get responsive and do some high-intensity shit. I think I might have to bring that back. Um, You you guys, yeah, you might see that on, on the Instagram soon you know i gotta now you you know i'm the type of guy someone throws something new my way i'm open-minded to it and i'm usually open-minded to the stuff that no one else does you know and think about it um and for those of you followers of the fitness crew and you know just fitness in general if you look at it from outside the perspective um the ones who are kind of uneducated would go the traditional route the you know, run on the treadmill, do your four sets of 10 or three sets of five or whatever it is and not get typical results. But you and me who've been in the game for a while, we got a lot of skin in the game, a lot of workouts under our belt, a lot of experience. We look at the opposite like, you know, intermittent fasting, for example. You know, I started this six months ago and I would never thought I'll get the results that I did, but I was getting a little more on the chubby side yeah, I was strong, absolutely. But, you know, from there, it's just, uh, it, it blew my mind how good intermittent fasting was for my body. Well, everyone else was like, oh, no, don't do it. It's bad for you. Well, actually, guys, it's the contrary. And it's same with, you know, this high intensity training. Well, how can you only work for out for 20 minutes and, you know, get, get jacked? Well, well, obviously you need to be experienced, but you just need to bring it. You need to bring your intensity and measure your intensity and not your time. Exactly. Absolutely. And then this is the thing. Like I said, I always tell people, well, I tell my clients that there's no such thing as the fastest mile because a lot of people will think, okay, you know how long the mile is, you know, 5,280 feet. You know, we're thinking about the amount of feet. You know, there's nobody who could run a mile. Think of if you, I mean, people I mean, think of it for one minute. No one actually runs a mile. I mean, some of it you might run, but then the rest of it you might walk. <laughs> you know, you might, you know, it's, it's all seriousness. I mean, yeah. You might walk a little bit, and you might get a little jog. You might huff and puff, you know, put your hands on your knees, you know, bend over a little bit, get some oxygen, then you put your hands over your head, you know, get some oxygen, walk it out a little bit, and then you go back into your run. No one runs the fastest mile straight through. You know, no one does that. You know, our bodies are not made for that. You know, our bodies are made to have a good amount of intensity that's focused in, you know, in that little chunk that we can control. Like, I can control a high intensity for 10 to 12 minutes. I can do that. I can't do what I did today for 45, 60 minutes. It's, uh, and like I said, I've been training, you know, I've been a personal trainer for 10 years and I've been training my body, you know, forever. I can't put myself in that type of high intensity. I'm lifting 90% of my one rep max. I can't do that for 45 minutes. It's just impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. So why not put myself in a position where I could be dominant within a short amount of time that I can control and do that over time, which is going to be benefit for my body. It's also going to be safer because now I'm not putting all this extra elongated stress that my body doesn't need and I get to get in and out the gym without having to feel like I have to wait, you know, 30 minutes for a bench press or a squat rack or whatever's out there because there's somebody on their phone just texting for 30 minutes and <laughs> trying to figure out what, you know, what to do. You know, so I hate that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's life, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it's about. I'm getting the, my bang for my buck on all levels. So you're so saving I'm, time. I'm saving you, time. 
you're saving, so you're saving time, you're maximizing your energy. And I think you're, you're just simplifying everything. Just keeping it, keeping it simple. Simplify my goals within my, the 10 X body is to simplify, to amplify. We don't have to put ourselves in a position where we have to look at time. You know, we don't have to keep thinking about, okay, the, you know, even let's look at the nine to five, you know, let's look at the eight, to nine hours that you're working. What are the actual hours you're being productive? I mean, if we had to really be honest, maybe three hours at most were actually productive. And then the rest of it is either, okay, you got your lunch break. And then, you know, you had that leisure time with your coworkers and, you know, but the actual productivity is within, honestly, maybe three hours. So true. You know, how much it's how much work is actually being done. So true. So that's, so that's what we have to look at. It's like, well, if we were not saying, I'm not trying to change businesses and how to go about with their work structure, but if we actually put people in position where we're going to be the most productive and get the most work done in minimal time, that's going to make people want to go to work more because they're working at their productive level, their, you know, their high-performing state, rather than prolonging because we're going at a low intensity because we're putting all this work within those two or three hours and then we're just dragging it out so that hopefully there's some kind of productivity being done at the far end. But at that time, we're trying to go home and be with our families. And, I don't know, maybe watch House of Cards or something. I don't know. <laughs> we, we're, <laughs> we're trying to be able to be able to whatever is we want to be able to do when we get home. You know, that's the main thing. So it's really what I want to make people as listening is be is be able to be dominant within that short amount of time. If you're able to extend that, great, because at least you're knowing you're keeping your intensity and that frequency at the level that's comfortable for you and to break that comfort over and over and over again. And that's the 10X body. You can be able to break those barriers, master those barriers over and over and just constantly breaking them and breaking them and breaking them. And that's what dominance is being. Boom. I mean, man, we can go on. We can go on all day about this. I feel I, I love the way the conversation's going. Um, you know, we we want to be valued for our performance, not just our time, not just punching the clock at nine, leaving at five, and being evaluated on the time we put in. We'd rather be evaluated on the numbers and the actual, actual freaking results. You know, the actual, the proof. And you know, numbers don't lie for sure. Um, I can't wait to hear more about how you're improving with the high intensity training and this approach. Um, the 10 X body sounds amazing. I think this is a good time to, uh, I think this is a good time to wrap it up. North, what do you think? Absolutely. As long as I think we brought a lot of value uh, to the listeners and, you know, with the things that we, you know, putting in together with all the experience that we you know, put into this thing, you know, it's not something that is going to be, you know, the quick fix, but it's going towards something that's going to really build, you know, constantly. It's not going to be the, you know, 28 fasting diet or the, you know, the quick, the quick fix stuff. You know, we want to be able to create lasting change, and that's going to bring a ripple effect to everybody who's listening, but also those who are listening, be able to bring that to other people as well. So we can constantly bring more and more people to say, hey, I can create lasting change and dominant change over and over. Right, guys. Like we want to create, we want to create a lifestyle change, not just a temporary change. You know, I said this in another podcast, but you know, you got summer in three months, and you got these um, people working out and they're getting in shape for three months, and just to get in shape for the beach so they can get fat again and sit on the beach and drink beer and eat French fries. And it's like, 
what do you want? You want a trophy, damn it? Like, you know, like, what is this all about? Like, so we're definitely here for the long term. I love the long term approach. I love the lifestyle approach and intermittent fasting, the training approach and high intensity interval training. Let's face it, though, Norv, whatever the you know, whoever's listening, if you're doing something, it's better than sitting on the couch eating mesquite barbecue chips. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I like those chips. Those chips are good, though. That's my, that's my jam. It won't be that bad. <laughs> we got some, some chips blended up with a pro. No, I'm, that, no, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> now, you do it. You do it. I mean, that's that oh, lion I, mentality. Yeah, I would definitely do it. <laughs> Well, let's definitely do this again. Um, make sure you follow Nor Norvi. See, my boy Norvi, it's Norvell, Norvi, or Norv. And that's what I love about him because you got three names. If I get pissed off on him, I just call him another one. Yes. Um, Nor- so it's Norv is fitness dot, uh, Norv is fitness at Instagram dot, or Instagram page, right? Norv is fitness. Yep. Norv is fitness. Absolutely. So at Norv is fitness. Check my men out. Throw them a follow. Make sure you guys follow the fitness crew, CRU, on Instagram and Twitter. And we're, we're definitely getting in on social media. Um, so that's where you can find us. Now, the podcast, make sure to subscribe on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating because I don't think that anything um, less than five stars, you know, I don't even think that's possible with the, the quality that we brought today, North. Absolutely, it should make six stars. Yeah. What? What other than five stars, right? Yeah, six. That where's the six star option? <laughs> so that's about it, guys, for another episode of the Fitness Crew Podcast. And thank you so much, Norvi, for being on the show. Absolutely, no problem. Thanks for uh, having me on here. Thanks for all the listeners that's listening and constantly just being dominant with your life, man. Dominance believes and built, so constantly believing yourself and then built upon it. That's a great way to end it, man. I hope you have a great night and let's get after it tomorrow. Yeah, man. All right, peace.